Shannon Steele on Mix 98.7. Here's the most mind-bending genetic story behind a family that I have ever heard. My brain hurts trying to process the sons of these sisters and brothers are brothers, cousins, and twins. And no, it's not as creepy as it sounds. These sisters, Brittany and Brianna, have shared a very unique story behind their family. They're married to, uh, they are identical twins, and they're married to identical twins, Josh and Jeremy. They gave birth to babies within months of each other. Moms are identical twins. Dads are identical twins. So their children are cousins. And genetically, they're siblings. <laughs> they are brothers because there's no way to distinguish between like that mom, aunt, or dad, uncle gene when you have identical uh, twin sets that are married to each other. I mean, my brain came to a screeching halt when I was reading about this family early, earlier this morning and just trying to process, like, how, how does all this work again and it not be as creepy as it seems? But good luck to them explaining that to those kids once they get old enough to, <laughs> to process it. So at your wedding, did you mix things up a little bit? Maybe use one of your pets as a ring bear? Coming up next on Mix 98.7, the very unexpected animal one couple used to carry those rings down the aisle. You make me You've probably seen dogs serve as ring bears at a wedding, but how about this couple who used their pet tortoise as their ring bearer? Hey, I'm Shannon Steele with your feel-good story of the day. This couple, Erica and Jay, they're veterinarians. They met 20 years ago working on a wild tortoise rescue, and they rescued one of their own. They named him Tom Shellick, and they love Tom so much they chose him as the ring bearer for their wedding. And they knew he'd be a little slower than your average ring bear, so they went out and they did practice runs with Tom Shellick and realized if they put a line of strawberries down the aisle, it was his favorite snack, it motivated him to pick up the pace. And they got him to where it would take him about three minutes to make it down the aisle with the rings that were in a basket attached to his cute little shell. I, <laughs> I can't get past his name, Tom Shellick. I mean, I just see Tom Selleck from the Magnum P.I. era, and then I flash to this image of Tom Selleck <laughs> with his little Magnum P.I. mustache on a tortoise. I just can't get past that image in my head. It's so cute. Have you ever had that moment where you feel like your brain just gets so overloaded, you need a reboot? You can't take any more in there. You are certainly not alone, and if you feel that way, it could be a sign of high intelligence, your brain can kind of run out of space. Researchers have found that uh, the more information that goes in, the more you can have something that's that's called cluttered memory. But the good thing is, if, if you're like, oh my gosh, Shannon, this is me, it's supposed to be a sign of wisdom and knowledge that you have so much, much information in there that you're retaining that you get a little stumped on <laughs> Like trying to get the information out. So just like, just rest in that. You're really smart. Winning concert tickets. That's a great way to start your Monday. You know, Dave Matthews Band is coming to the Brandon Amphitheater on May 17th and Mix 98.7. We've got your tickets before you can even buy them. You can win them now. Well, Linda from Jackson, we are playing Junk in the Trunk. Have you played this before? No, never. (laughs) Okay. Well, I am looking for a particular item. So I want you to start naming off just the random junk in your truck, your trunk, anywhere in your car, really. 
And okay. I'll stop you if you name what I'm looking for. Yes. Okay, Linda, name that junk in the trunk. Okay, it's a tire tools, a cup, umbrella, uh, oh, junk. Let's see. Ma- uh, right now, mask, um, uh, cowboy hat. I was looking for any hat whatsoever. You got it. Linda. I did. <laughs> Yay oh. for the junk in your trunk. Linda, Thank you, you won. Tickets to see Dave Matthews Band at the Brandon Amphitheater on May 17th. And you've got them before you can buy them. Congratulations. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> see, that junk pays off sometimes, the stuff you keep in your car. And be listening each morning this week at 640, just like Linda did. And hopefully uh, tomorrow morning you could win a junk in the trunk and pick up these Dave Matthews tickets before you can even buy them from Mix 98.7, a place to call home. And sometimes your attempt to discipline your child can go sideways. And you end up in the Bless Your Hearts Hall of Fame. The Morning Mix with Shannon Steele. Oh, bless this guy's heart. This dad was trying to reduce his kids' scream time, and he unknowingly cut off the internet service to his entire town. This happened in a village in France where this dad, he was just frustrated with his kids who were sneaking in the middle of the night, getting onto social media, playing all these games into the early morning hours. So he buys a jammer to block the internet connection in their house between 10 p.m. and 3 a.m. What he didn't realize was the device blocked the internet for the entire town. (laughs) People were reporting outages. They were so angry at this internet service provider that was like, we don't don't know what's going on. All the while, this dad is so proud because he thinks he's really showing his kids who's the boss. So to this dad, he was now facing a $34,000 fine for the service delays and illegally jamming the internet. I'd like to welcome him to the Bless Your Heart Hall of Fame. Are you related to anyone famous? An eight-year-old just tried to convince his entire class he is related to one of our artists here at Mix 98.7. So his eight-year-old lied to his classmates about being related to Dua Lipa told everyone that, uh, that he, she was going to perform at his birthday party in his backyard that's coming up in, in March. It's going to be a big party. But his mom ruined all the fun. His mom shared about the lie on, on social media to let all of his classmates know the party won't be as exciting as he was making it out to be. Hey, I tried that lie when I was a kid in the 80s, not with a musician. Uh, it was with uh, Robert Ballard. He was the man who discovered the wreckage of the Titanic. I think it was around 1984, 1985 when this happened. And he was in the news a lot. I mean, this was a major discovery. And my birth name is Shannon Ballard. So I started telling kids at school that that was my uncle, my uncle Robert. And it made me so popular in school for, you know, about a hot minute before my my teacher started calling me out and asking questions and made me tell everybody that I lied. Ruin my fun. Centenarians, you know, people who are over 100 years old, they their stories are always so fascinating. How they've lived a long life, what they've seen along the way. Like Doris Covington, she lives in Jackson. She just turned 102 over the weekend. And WJTV News went out to talk to her and her family and just asked you, what's your story? You know, what have you seen? And, and she grew up in Lexington. Ran a store in the square there for a lot of years, had grown up on a farm and just was always just such a hard worker. And Doris shared that she retired at 74 
And looking back, she's like, I, I should have kept working because there's really not too much wrong with me now, even at 102 years old. But I love this from Doris. She's still at 102 years old. She says what keeps her going is working hard and staying busy. We could all learn a little something from her, I think. Happy birthday, Doris. Your first crush. Do you remember yours? Yeah, my first crush went to prison. <laughs> yeah, my, my first crush, his name was Jeremy. We went to church together and we were really, really little. But you know, time goes on. You grow up, you lose touch. So I, um, I heard from a friend of mine over the weekend that, uh, that my first crush uh, got charged with embezzlement at a church where he was working. He became a pastor, too, and, uh, and is now serving some prison time. See, sometimes it's good that things don't work out with a first crush. <laughs> You'll definitely, you know, head in different directions in life, right? Oh, my word. I mean, do you remember your first crush? Do you know what's up with them now? I mean, have they, too, gone to prison? Maybe they're in the same place as Jeremy. I don't know. <laughs> they could be friends. Oh, let's talk about our first crushes. 995-0987. First crushes. Do you remember yours? Hey, it's Josh. And my first crush was Tanae. She was so cute. I was about seven years old at the time. We went to the same church and I liked her. And, you know, those butterfly, fluttered feelings inside. Oh, yeah, like the best and worst feeling at the same time. But then her family started going to a different church, and so I didn't really have contact with her anymore. Oh, no. Well, years later, you know, we both grew up, and we reconnected on social media and started talking a little bit. And now, lo and behold, <gasps> she is marrying somebody else. Oh, come on. I, I wanted the fairy tale ending. <sighs> but I know that's not always what we get in life. Good morning, Mix 98.7. It's Shannon. I was calling in about the first crush. Oh, yeah. What happened with yours? Uh, my name's Caleb. My first one was actually in preschool. And he was this sweet little boy named Logan. And he was the only little boy that would play with me at recess. And on preschool graduation, I got up the courage to actually kiss him on the cheek and then never saw him again because we both went to separate schools the next year. (laughs) But I still have our school pictures saved in case I ever happen to run into him again. I hope you do. I want that that love story to come full circle. And I hope he's just as good now as he was then if you ever reconnect with him. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. You too, Kayla. Thanks.